Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Saved and Sexy. As you know, we are a community of believers who are changing the world and changing the game one day at a time. It's your host, LaFlower Bowie here, and I'm so excited about today's episode because I have a very special guest. My son, (laughs) Tamir, um, is with me today, and we're talking about our journey to a more plant-based lifestyle. There was a time or some years ago when I felt told when I felt tired, I was always fatigued. I couldn't think straight. I had I call it foggy brain. And I realized that some of that was coming from the things that I was putting into my body. So here in our community in the saved and sexy world, we feel that you should be saved and sexy from the inside first and then it bursts into the outside right so stay tuned i hope that this episode encourages you for anyone who is thinking about going on this journey and for you to see how your kids may react to you saying that we're gonna have a lifestyle change so stay tuned talk to you soon Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Saved and Sexy. (laughs) I am super excited that um, today we're going to be talking about this plant-based journey that myself and my family has been on. Um, We've started this journey years ago, transitioning from um, whole milk, like some of our dairy products, um, some of the processed foods we were eating. And in August of this year, we decided to just um, really cut out uh, pork, beef, and chicken, goat. <laughs> I mean, the only thing we really eat now <laughs> is um, is seafood, and we really don't eat a lot of that, right? But I am so excited, um, I saved in sexy community, because I have a very special guest with me today. He is flat out amazing. He is, if you follow me on social media, he is my young king that I am raising. Um, he is my second born, my second heartbeat. And, um, I'm just so proud of the young man that he is growing into be, but I'll Thank let you. him um, have a moment to officially introduce himself. Hey, son. Hey, what's up, mama? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my name is Tamir. I'm the second oldest. I'm 17. Uh, so, yeah. All right. You ready to get into this? Yeah. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so the journey, like I said, the journey's been going for a few years now, right? We started like mm-hmm. with switching to like almond milk with with cereal. Um, and in August, uh, my husband, he watched a video that I had seen a, a while ago, but he watched it while he was at work. And he called and he was like, throw all the meat away. <laughs> Get rid of all the meat. And I was like, what are you talking about? And uh, since that day, we really just went cold turkey. Um, do you remember? Do you remember that day? Yeah, it was the day that uh, Amara Pops came home and we all watched the movie, the video, or whatever. And uh, it was just, it was shocking, to be honest. It was shocking. <laughs> you're right, you're right, because he did have everybody watch the video again. Yeah. Yeah. That was bananas. It, it was weird, but it was crazy because, like, they actually broke it down on how it's bad for you and then all the studies between universities and colleges about how you're really not supposed to eat meat like that. 
Right. Especially with, I think the biggest thing that um, got me was how it was processed. Yeah. You know. That stuff um, was nasty. The chemicals that go into it, the, um, I guess it's um, just really how it was processed, how the animals were treated, and then we're putting that stuff into our bodies. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, disclaimer, this is this is our journey. You know, this is our business. We're just sharing it with everybody. We're not trying to force anyone to do anything or transition. Um, we just know what is done for us and our family. I know as far as me, um, you know, with um, losing some of those stubborn pounds that I was struggling with, as soon as we make the switch, you know, within, I would say 30 days, um, I dropped another probably five to seven pounds. And at that time, I really wasn't able to work out a lot because, you know, if you have kids, you know, that August is busy uh, getting everybody back into school, back into athletic activities, back into, you know, our schedule. Um, and, um, you know, it's just been a lot of benefits, but I know that was one for me that it really just helped break down a lot of that stubborn, especially, um, belly muffin top weight that I was trying to lose. What are some of the benefits that you experienced to me? Um, to be honest with me, personally, it was like, I wouldn't feel that much tired after I eat because I get the itis a lot, to be honest. <laughs> I, I eat, the boy got to eat. And, uh, I noticed in basketball, my stamina was a whole lot better and stuff like that. And I wasn't drowsy and nothing like that. So I would say, like, my mentality and my health really helped me out. It really did help me out. Like, okay. I'll say that. That's good. And you're right. There, You do have more energy. Um, you don't feel as sluggish or as tired after you eat. And for me now, I find myself eating smaller portions of food multiple times a day instead of, you know, just really big meals that really mm. just weigh you down. Yeah. All right, so let's jump into, like, the meat. So do you miss the meat? I mean, <laughs> I mean, time to time, it'd be like I'll walk past a house and they're barbecuing, and I'll be like, I kind of miss those days. But then just one part of that video, that documentary that we watched, that got me like, oh, oh God, no. Still- I can't go back. Uh-uh. I can't go back. Plus, we've been, I mean, we're so many months in now. It would be crazy to to really just give it up and and turn back around. But tonight, we had... Oh, we had jackfruit. We had pulled jackfruit barbecue sandwiches. Yeah. So, tell everybody about, about that. Was it what you... Was it what you expected? I mean, me personally, <laughs> that's my first time eating jackfruit. I ain't never had it. I ain't never... No, it was a fruit called jackfruit, to be honest. <laughs> so, I mean, like... <laughs> It was it was good to be honest, it, but you really couldn't tell the difference between like me personally. The difference that I only saw was like the chewing. I didn't have to chew as much because it wasn't as hard or as tough that the regular sandwich is. Right, but the flavor. How was the flavors? How did it taste? Because that was my first time like cooking it. Because you know you can buy the the prepackaged jackfruit that's already flavored in the little uh, resealable pack, but that was my first time making it. Mm-hmm. So. With the flavors, did it taste like, you know, uh, like a chopped beef sandwich or a pulled pork sandwich? I mean, it, it did actually taste like an actual meat sandwich, but still, it, it really wasn't. And to be honest, most people, I believe, wouldn't even tell the difference. That's good. That's good. And you don't, I don't, I didn't feel like heavy or like super tired after eating. Mm-hmm. And like normally when we would, you know, go to barbecue places, you everybody be passed yeah, out. Everybody be slumped. So. <laughs> It. After eating, and I will give you guys that recipe um, 
I probably post it on my blog on my website at theflowerbuoy.com. But I, it was super simple. I think I used maybe six ingredients. Um, and it took um, from start to finish, it took probably about 45 minutes to an hour to get everything plated because we use the air fryer for the sweet potato fries. But mm-hmm. Tamir is not about that sweet potato life yet. <laughs> yet, never. <laughs> All right. So what's one of the, the misperceptions? I know that, you know, you get a lot of slack from some of your friends at school. Oh, it'd be, oh, I'll be getting slugs everywhere, bro. But, I mean, like, the one of the misperceptions is that we don't eat grass, bro. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> we do not eat grass, no leaves, none of that. It's like, think of it this way. A shark or an alligator, they eat beef, right? But then if you compare them to an elephant or a rhino, they only eat plants. So my perspective is that why would you eat something that's not getting as much protein as something that is? And then look at the difference in the size. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. Right. That's true. Because one of the misperceptions that I dealt with was... Um, how are you going to get your protein? Yeah. Like your kids are good. Like, are you really going to torture your kids by not <laughs> fixing them, by not giving them meat? You know, even some family, they were like, what are the boobies doing over there? It's like, send yeah. my babies over here so they can get some meat. Um, but that was one of the misperceptions. And so we get a lot of protein from a lot of our salads, beans, a lot of the stuff that we eat. We probably are on protein overload right now. <laughs> because of all the protein that um that we get now um is there anything that you just I, I may have asked you this already but is there anything that you just miss because sometimes i miss a good barbecue sale <laughs> i miss now i before i really didn't eat a lot of chicken on the bone or you know fried chicken stuff like that we would eat like chicken tenders mm-hmm. and stuff but i'm i'm a country girl and so i miss barbecue like the burnt ends of barbecue oh my gosh the burnt ends and so tonight when i made the jackfruit i intentionally made the outside of the pan very thin and uh and i cooked it i overcooked it a little bit just so i can get some burnt <laughs> some burnt uh, uh jackfruit um now is there anything that you just missed when um, it comes to me me personally it's like I used to miss my dad's ribs because I'm not gonna. Lie, he did cook some pretty good ribs, and those those did smack. Besides that, uh, nothing, nothing really. And some chicken on my fried rice, but that's it. That's really it. <laughs> this guy loves fried rice. Oh my goodness, he would turn into some fried rice if he could help it. Um, craziness. He would eat fried rice <laughs> Monday through Sunday. All day, every day, fried rice. Yes, sir. Oh my goodness! All right, so now let's talk about um some of the stuff that we've tried. So we tried the drag fruit. We've tried um the the vegan ice cream. We've tried. Now, how did you like the vegan ice cream? Um, to be honest. I think the girls ate it before I even got a chance to eat it. <laughs> Not even lie. Well, I know when I tried it, it was good, but it was extremely sweet. Mm-hmm. And guys, we've only tried, I think, the Ben and Jerry's and one other one other kind. Um, so I can't say this for every single, um, you know, dairy for your vegan ice cream. But it was it was good, but it was overly it was super duper sweet. And so 
I couldn't eat as much. Like before I could probably eat like a half of a pint of ice cream. But for this one, it was maybe a fourth of a pint just because it was so sweet. Um, let's see what else we've tried. We've tried meatballs. We've done um, tacos. The tacos were... Yeah, my tacos. Yes, the tacos yeah. were good. So we're so we're trying different things. Um, and it's definitely been a struggle because you guys know that we have an XL family. And so um, we called them the three musketeer, the three musketeers or the three little ones. Um, they will eat meat every once in a while because they're nine, seven, and five. And um, because they they grew up on meat, they love chicken Alfredo, they love tacos, they love hamburgers and things. And so they probably will get meat maybe once a week. Um, and so I'm not necessarily forcing them to, um, you know, just cold turkey like someone, so like we did. And even for, you know, our teenagers, we're not, I told Tamir one day, I'm like, dude, if you need to go get some meat, please go get you some meat. If you, do I need to go get you uh, a hamburger? Do I need to make the hamburger? <laughs> do you need some meat? Because one of the things that I had to realize on this journey, um, you know, to this plant-based journey is that I had to try and I had to try new things. Yeah. I had to be open to trying new things. Some things like mushrooms. I am not a fan of mushrooms, but I have grown to, um, you know, be more tolerant of mushrooms because mushrooms are a good a, a good replacement food mm-hmm. um what's something that you've had to try that you typically did not eat while we ate meat uh i'll say cabbage i wasn't really a big fan of cabbage but recently i've been liking it tolerating it i'll say that yeah now the cabbage and potatoes that that your grandma cooked that nana cooked that was good did yeah. you try that one mm-hmm. she did like sauteed cabbage and then the the red tomato i mean the red potatoes yeah. that was delicious um and so there's there's things that we got to try like the jackfruit we've tried um a few other recipes that we've tried um we tried to do um what was it um the zucchini noodles one night and I overcooked them. So I'm going to try it again because they were trying to make, <laughs> they were, <laughs> I just overcooked them. And so they were, it just all went together. But you know, that's a, a good thing about this journey is that you get to try new things. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. Um, anything that you want to share, what would be one piece of advice that you would give someone who was thinking about doing like a 30 day meatless challenge or thinking about, reducing their meat um in their diet what's one piece of advice um, my evidence would be that you will be hungry you will be hungry a lot more i'll tell you that because to me i used to eat large portions a lot throughout the day and changing this diet it's like i had to hold myself back not because of it's not a large portion but because of the little bits that i eat i still get the same fullness if i was to eat a lot so it just feel a little gonna it's gonna feel a little bit weird, but once you get past that first few days, you should be good. Right, and that's so true because um, Deja, our oldest, who's away at college, she would say, "Mom, I'm so hungry." Mm-hmm. You know, when she first went back to school in August, and I'd be like, "You know, what? I'm so hungry too. Like, I'm not full, but I'm hungry." Yeah. And if I eat, it's like I'm still. But we came to the conclusion; it's almost like 
that mental satisfaction that we were looking for from the meat was just missing. So it's like you said, it's really in your mind where you're like feeling like I'm missing something. Like there has to be something else here (laughs) because I don't have meat. Um, But it will, you know, take you some time to, to get adjusted. And um, now one of the things that I do want to share with you guys is that there were times where we have overeaten, especially (laughs) between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So this is our first holiday season, not having maybe ham or turkey or barbecue, but we got so full, like stuck, like almost all the weight that I lost when we started, (laughs) I picked it up and carried it into, into 2020. Do you remember Thanksgiving, how we were like? Thanksgiving, I I was stuck too. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was stuck. Christmas came around, stuck again. And then I didn't eat as much as the family though, but I, I, I got stuck. We were stuck. We were stuck. And we found out that a lot of things we were, um, because one thing that we haven't cut out is dairy. Now, Tamir, he's cut more dairy than I have. Um, and, you know, me and most of the, the family, uh, like Marcus, my husband, he's cut out da- uh, a, a lot more dairy. But a lot of the foods that we ended up cooking for Thanksgiving, they had some type of dairy, whether it was mm-hmm cream cheese or um or um milk or cheese yeah. or some it was some type of dairy in there. I think that's one of the reasons why we got so full because we weren't eating foods like that. We were eating a lot of raw foods, a lot of um, you know, minimally processed foods and then when the holidays came around we just like said, What the heck? Let's <laughs> go for it. So definitely be mindful um during those seasons that you um that you meal plan, that you plan and you prep accordingly so you don't overeat yeah. and, and stuff. And so like this month, um, we're fasting this month, um, but everybody in the family is doing their own thing. Like when we talk to the kids, I'm like, hey, this is your relationship with God. So whatever you, where, wherever the spirit is leading you, you go for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the families, different people are doing different things. So somebody may be fasting until two. Somebody may be fasting until six. Somebody may just be fasting on, you know, sweets and some of their favorite, um, favorite things. Um, so, but this month, it, it seems like we're definitely more mindful mentally, spiritually of the things that we're and putting in into our bodies and um just to give you a few quick tips before we get out of here on um how you can make this transition um you know or even do a 30-day challenge if you want to mm-hmm. if you want to like i said we're not pushing our lifestyle on anyone nope. not at all um one of course is going to be drinking water Water is so important, whether you're doing a plant-based journey or you're not, water is so important. So make sure you increase your water intake. For me, I love infused water. The kids don't like it as much. Some of the younger ones, Tamir doesn't like infused water, but I love infusing my water with lemon and cucumber and lime. Um, another one of the things that we did was juice. You know, he does love juicing. We didn't even talk about juicing. Um, we love juicing. So juicing has been a great meal replacement for me. I'll juice, um, you know, um, in the morning and that'll be like my breakfast or lunch. I'll have some juice um, ready for Tamir when he gets home from school sometimes. So that'll be like his afternoon snack or sometimes his lunch because sometimes he doesn't eat at school. So he has a super late lunch. So juicing is really cool if you can incorporate juicing or, or smoothies inside of your um, 
inside of your, um, you know, of your meal planning. Mm-hmm. And I'll put the link to the juicer that we have in, in my, um, in my blog post too. Um, meal plan and meal prepping is key because on this plant-based journey, I mean, it's hard if you go into the grocery store and you come out without anything to put something together. Normally we'll have, we would have had chicken or, or beef or something, you know, and you can add all types of sides to that. But if you don't have, sorry, if you don't have, um, if you don't have an, uh, a meat-based entree to leverage, like you could do chicken and rice, beef and rice, <laughs> mac and cheese. You do a, um, you know, a mock hamburger help. You know, you have all types of things to leverage. When you don't have that that main meat dish to 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 leverage your entire dinner, it kind of makes it hard, especially when you're trying to feed um, a large family. Yeah. Um, so definitely, meal planning, meal prepping is going to be key. Meal prepping is just, um, you know, you cutting up some uh, veggies or having something really quick that the that the kids can grab and go with, right? Um, I will say, I know I'm bouncing around, but it takes a fraction of the time to cook dinner when you don't have to cook meat. Mm-hmm. Dinner is done so quick. Like I can almost cook because uh, sometimes I work at night. Sometimes I can cook dinner on my breaks from work because I work from home. So I'll run in the kitchen, get stuff going, have and you know come back to work, run back in there, wrap it up, and boom, dinner's done. Like tonight with the jackfruit, yeah. you know, I literally cook dinner on my breaks while I was at work. Um, so super simple, super um, you know, super simple, super easy. Um, it gives you some more of your time back when you don't have to dethaw the meat. Oh my gosh. Remember mm. I used to call you, call you guys. Can you take this meat out from the freezer and let it dethaw and get ready for dinner? So it takes that stuff away. And then, you know, um, on this journey, no matter where you're at, no matter if you're eating um, meat or not, have some type of physical acti- activity, at least walking or running or getting on a cycle, doing something. I love, um, you know, stretching and, and, and uh, meditation and yoga and all that stuff. But walking is so important. Exercising is important because if you're not exercising at all, or if you're not having that water, and if you're not planning, um, you know, a good diet, then, then, uh, you know, it really sets you up for failure instead of success. All right, Tick. Sorry, I called you by your nickname. It's good. Cool. <laughs> everyone's cool. going to know. <laughs> yo, yo. All right, son. So as we wrap up, any last words to say to everybody? Um, I'll just have to say, do it at your own pace. Don't force yourself into it. Because I tried and sometimes it just was tempting and it didn't work out as much. So take your time. Relax. This is not going to happen overnight. You're not going to be comfortable with it at all. So just take it slow and easy. Take it slow and easy. That's right. Take it at your own pace because this guy tried to go vegan. <laughs> he tried yeah. to go vegan in August and we had to reel it back. Like, hey, let's, let's do this thing on baby steps. He was like laying out on the stairs one day like, mom, there's nothing here to eat. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yes, great last word, son. Take, do this thing at your own pace. Your health is so important. Your fitness is so important. Your body is a temple. 
um, you know, as the good book tells us, and we got to take care of this thing. We only get one body. We only get one. This is our temple for us to worship and for us to serve the God, um, the God of gods and the King of kings, our creator. So, yes, go at your own pace. Be obedient to your spirit. And um, and that's it. Yeah. All right. Grace and peace <laughs> to everybody. Bye. Deuces.